doesn't. I know you you listen to Stock Exchange, but when they bring up San Francisco, too, I'm like, that's pretty insane. I mean, I understand kind of, but like, do I? I don't know. The 49ers wouldn't do that. I feel like, why would I mean? One year, then they should like let Brock Purdy sit for a year, I guess, and then just like put him back in. Is that what they would do? I guess. Oh, or no. Lance. <laughs> yeah. No, well, look, Lance is just, he's gone. I think he's got to be gone. Should we bring in Lance? I mean, this seems, it seems Fox, but let's just, uh, yeah. yeah, let's let it rip. All right, here we go. Three, two. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo. No Dean tonight. Ray, how are we feeling? We got another rebuilding episode, the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I mean, we audibled from the Colts just because they're missing they're missing a coach right now, and we go to the Raiders, who are probably in worse shape. I mean, definitely in worse shape than the Colts definitely and have shape. absolutely no direction. Uh, this is a weird one just because I think all the other teams that we did are like clearly – in a rebuild mindset. And this team is just, I don't even know where the fuck they are. They're uh, a lot older uh, coming off a real down year. And now they're looking to get a new quarterback. So they can go in so many different directions, a lot of speculation out there, but curious right. to see how it goes. Right. So year one in the books for GM, Dave Ziegler, head coach, Josh McDaniels. And for this team, they overachieved last year. They made the playoffs. They pushed all their chips in, in this off season. They traded the first, and second rounder for Devontae Adams. They signed Chandler Jones to a big deal to pair with Max Crosby. Um, really tough division that they wanted to compete in. Um, thought they had a shot to make some noise, but they started the season two and seven. They made a little run in the middle of the year, but then fell behind and ended up benching Derek Carr for the last two games. He's now played his final game with the Raiders. Team was up and down all year. Defense really struggled. Uh, they finished with the fourth most passing yards allowed, the third fewest sacks, and were dead last in interceptions. Absolutely brutal year. Really yeah, I mean, up and down. Yeah, I mean, this defense is – I mean, we talk about the offense. Like, they're a little older. They have a, they have a ton of proven veterans and whatnot, but uh, this defense is miserable. This defense is what was holding them back from the for this whole season, in my opinion. I think they've got to get – they got to address this defense with youth and money. And they don't really have a lot of money or draft capital, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting, especially taking into the fact that you have to get a new quarterback. Right. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack, honestly, with with this team. Um, fourth oldest roster in the league. Derek Carr's gone. He gave up picks for Adams. He signed Chandler Jones. Darren Waller's been hurt, and he's got a decent sized deal. Right. What is the direction of this team? Because there's a lot of speculation. We'll get to the free agents, but there's been speculation about bringing in Tom Brady, and you're still going all in with a the quarterback. There's been speculation that they're going to draft a quarterback. What are you doing um, from top down? Honestly? This is just this is a tough one, but I mean, I feel like it, it, you have to kind of like admit defeat a little bit and just tear it the fuck down. But I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're going to try to. Um plug the holes in the ship and hope they can get to shore because, and just make the playoffs again next year. But it's wild. Just looking at this depth chart and just looking at, like look at the roster rather and just looking at the lack of like young talent. This is like one of the, this has to be one of the oldest teams in the NFL. I don't understand. Fourth oldest team in the league. And when you look at their young talent, you mentioned Crosby, Colton Miller, and I'll let you, I guess, throw in Trayvon Morig. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we we 
that's we ridiculous. Skip, we skipped some steps, but um, I just think just if we're talking about this team, just going back their first round picks, they didn't have one this year, obviously from that Devonte trade. Alex Leatherwood gone already uh, in 2021. 2020 Henry Ruggs prison. Damon Arnett may be in prison. The last right. I heard, he was uh, taking selfies with his guns. Uh, Lynn Bowden was traded like a week after the draft in the third round that same year. Uh, 2019 Cleveland Farrell gone after this this offseason they didn't yeah, pick up his fifth year option. Uh, Josh Jacobs they also didn't pick up his fifth year option, but I think they're going to pay him. I'm assuming he's going to get at least tagged. I mean, he just led the league in rushing. Uh, and then their third first round pick in 2019, Jonathan Abram, he's gone. Yeah. Um, Six first round picks since 2019. Two of them are on the roster. So insane. Who's who's the second? Farrell and, and Jacobs. Those are the only two guys who are oh, still okay. on the roster yeah. of those six Got, picks. Gotcha. Shout out Mike Mayock and, and Gruden, man. Dude, and you know what's really fucked to like admit? I loved what Mike Mayock did. I feel like I was, <laughs> I was so about it. Um, I loved, loved the Cleveland Farrell pick. He was one of my favorite players in that draft. Um, I loved the Leatherwood pick. He, I was a big Leatherwood guy. I still kind of am, to be honest with you. The uh, Arnett and Ruggs first round in 2020 was head scratching to say the least. Damon Arnett, he was supposed to be like a, yeah, like a third. pick, dude. Yeah. And he, they, they reached on him so high, 19th overall. It's just a lot of questionable moves. And when you draft like absolute dog shit. Like in the first round in particular, it doesn't really matter what you do. Like they had some steals. I mean, Hunter Renfro in the fifth. Right. Um, what you call it? Max Crosby in the fourth, I believe, that same year. So like they had some steals. They hit places, but when you just strike out in the first round like they did, it's just so hard. It just comes back to bite you. Right. This last draft, obviously, they didn't have a first or second round pick. They took Dylan Parham in the third round, who had his ups and downs, but he'll be a piece for them. Samir oh. White, who Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I know you know this, but I'm a big Parham guy. I loved him coming mm-hmm. out. I thought he was like a second round worthy pick. And they, they didn't play him at center. They moved him to guard. And I think he played pretty well, like, because all things considered. Uh, I like how he's that guard center flexibility. So he's going to, I think he'll be there for a good amount of time. He's not the worst starter you can have. Let's just say it like no, that. No, I mean, the left side of their offensive line is, I guess, shirt up with him there. So, um, He'll be a piece moving forward. Zamir White, they took uh, in the fourth round, who people thought that he may take the job from Jacobs at the beginning of the year, and then Jacobs obviously goes on to have an awesome year. Took Neil Farrell, defensive tackle, in the fourth round, and then they took Thayer Mumford in the in the seventh round, who actually got some snaps, and they said he could be a, a rotational guy. So Yeah, he's a swing guy. He can play guard or tackle. Um, he was always steady at Ohio State. He fell, fell pretty far in that draft, but... I mean, he's not going to be anything special, but at least he provides some depth. He played a little bit, right? Yeah, he yeah he did play a little bit. He played all right, um, and they don't have a ton of depth returning on the on this offensive line, so they they do need it. Um, let's talk quick, quickly about some team needs before we get into some free agency talk. Um, quarterback, obviously, the glaring need with Derek Carr gone. What are some other positions that you're looking at for this team? I mean, they need interior defensive line help in the war. I mean, they just need, I guess, defensive line help in general, but interior in particular. Like you said, uh, at the top, this team had like what the third fewest sacks in the um in the NFL, I believe. Third fewest. Yep. Yeah, third fewest, only twenty seven. And considering they have Max Crosby, who's in my opinion is a legit top five edge, and then they Great. spent all that money to bring in Chandler Jones. Like the fact that you still can't get after the quarterback, there's something wrong there. Um, I think Chandler Jones will. Uh, be able to, I, I mean, I know he's a little bit uh, long in the tooth, but 
he's still a good player. He'll be able to get some sacks, I think, next year when he's fully healthy. But you need some interior defensive line pressure, like something to pressure. They, those two guys they took in like the fourth and fifth rounds, uh, Neil Farrell and Matthew Butler, they just seemed more like depth body pieces. They didn't really play at all. And mm-hmm. I think they had a half a sack combined. Uh, so, yeah, I think some youth and some explosive players uh, in the interior of that D-line is something they need desperately. And then they need some help on the back end and cornerback. You said it, uh, I believe, as well. I think they had, like, the fourth most passing yards allowed, and, like, they only had uh, six picks, which is the fewest in the league as well. So they need some game – they need some um, playmakers on the back end of that defense. Yeah, I think they could also use the safety, too, uh, in addition to a, a corner. Um, let's take a look at some free agents uh, for the Raiders right now. They're estimated $21 million in cap space, but that's obviously going to go up after Derek Carr. Yeah, they'll clear, I think they clear about 30 with Derek Carr. So yeah, 20, yeah, 29 and a half. So honestly, I have a big question, honestly, before they all start, what do they do with Devontae Adams? Like Chandler Jones, I don't know how much you get out of him if you try to move him. Devontae Adams still has a lot of value in this league, and you can get picks back for him. Do you think they move on from him? Do you think they retain him? I don't think so. I don't think they can. They, uh, he still has 31 uh, dead on against the cap, so I think if they trade him, they have to accrue all of that next year, and just I don't think that's possible. So I think I think he's here to stay. I think a lot of these guys are here to stay, to be honest. When we were do- going through cap casualties, when I was doing it, they – don't really have much wiggle room. So I think Devontae Adams is there. Like, I don't think he's even a question, to be honest with you. Yeah, who are some cap casualties that you're looking at besides Carr, obviously? I mean, Carr, obviously. And then uh, Brandon Bolden, you can clear $2 million with him. He's going to be – he's older, and he's not really good. I mean, I know he's the McDaniels guy who's with the Patriots for a while, but I think that's an easy clear. And then besides him, I don't even know, to be honest with you. I think the only other guy I wrote down was Bilal Nichols, the defensive tackle, but for a team that's – has zero depth at DT. Um, he's not much of a pass rusher, but he had, a, I mean, he didn't have many sacks. He had four TFLs, 11 QB hits. So, and you can only clear, I think maybe 3 million for him. So I feel like he's going to stay. So they don't really have much wiggle room. Um, maybe you restructure some guys. I mean, like we said, maybe Chandler Jones, you can find a way to restructure. Uh, yeah. Hunter Renfro, maybe you can find a way to restructure, give him some wiggle room. But I think a lot of these guys are here for the long haul. Yeah, Hunter Renfro is getting like thirteen and a half million. Yeah, uh, he's a good player, but they he's didn't stay even, healthy. They I didn't mean, even use him this year when he was in. We were talking about a lot of negatives, but uh, the one thing that they do have, I guess, is skill position players. Um, Devontae Adams, like you said, I don't like I said, I don't think he's going anywhere, and he's still a top seven receiver, I would say, in the NFL. Uh, Renfro is still good. I mean, he's a good chess piece, I guess, but slot mm-hmm. wide receiver, reliable hands. Uh, Waller, obviously, he's got to be healthy, but when he is, he's a top seven, I would say, tight end. And then Jacobs, I'm assuming they're going to have to retain him just because, um, I mean, I know McDaniels, was, like, he wasn't too high on him. There's a lot of speculation before the year they cut him, but how are you going to let the leading rusher in the NFL walk after that year? Tough. Very. So, yeah. You, met, you mentioned Jacobs, some of the other free agents that they got. Rockison, who played pretty well, and he'll probably get a deal. Um, Jermaine Elmanor. They're right tackle. Jerry Tillery had an up-and-down year after the uh, Chargers cut him. Deron Harmon, Cleveland Farrell, who do you want to start with? I mean, Jacobs, I think we're going to – I think we're going to both agree at worst he gets tagged for that $10.1 million hit. So I think we can not – we can leave him uh, out of this. Farrell, I don't see him returning. I think new regime, obviously. Uh, He's been a real disappointment after being picked at what was it, fourth overall. 
So mm-hmm. I'm assuming he's going to walk and try to find a new a new home and hopefully be able to re- refine what made him that high of a pick. Uh, one person you didn't mention, Matt Collins, coming off a career year. Yeah, he did uh, have a good year. 57 catches, 700 yards, four touchdowns. He's probably the field stretcher on this team. He's got good size. Um, I feel like he's he's someone that would make sense for them to resign. Coming off a career year in this offense, they need another, I think they need another wide receiver. He could be that third, fourth target for this team, and he can stretch the field. So I think that's someone that makes a lot of sense. You know, who honestly, I think the Bears are going to assign him to like a pretty big deal. You think so? Yeah, I just have a gut feeling that that's like a guy that they're targeting. He had a really good year. And he'll probably, I feel like you're about, I mean, it only costs you like 12 million, but he might get like 15. He gets 15 million. That's fucking bananas. Um, (laughs) I just feel like, I guess, like, if you're going to get that much money on the open market, he's probably going to walk. But I feel like if it comes to maximizing your career, I feel like you'd want to stay in the offense where, like, you had career highs. But if you get, if someone's going to offer him over like 10 to 15 million dollars, I don't think the Raiders are giving him that. So you're, you may be right there. Right. Um, and then you said Rocky Sin. He's only he only played eleven games this year, and he really hasn't played a full season his entire career. So maybe they do retain him for like a one year like flyer deal, just because he can play that nickel safety hybrid role, and they need some youth in that secondary. But but I don't know, man. He's uh, I don't think he can go yeah. long term. This is going to be really interesting with these contracts. They're going to have to restructure like almost all those guys. Well, I think they're they're at twenty two million right now, I believe. Um, and 30 is going to be clear with Carr. So they're not in the worst shape. I think they're going to probably sit around 55, and they could even probably get up to around 60-ish with some restructures and whatnot. So they're not really in the worst shape out of all the teams. But, yeah, I get that quarterback. Right. So let's turn to that. We were, we mentioned Tom Brady before, a possible return with McDaniels. There are some weapons, but Tom Brady's not going to go to a situation where he can't win a Super Bowl. And people keep throwing Las Vegas out. Can this team win a Super Bowl with Tom Brady? Um, I don't think so. Uh, not if they, unless they. they have I to, agree. I think that defense needs to be completely overhauled. This defense is miserable. Yeah. It. I feel like this is the only veteran that they would bring in in terms I of. I don't know about that. Um, I think it's going to be someone obviously that McDaniel is familiar with scheme wise. So, and I know this Brady speculation is. It's really getting hot, I feel like. Uh, I know TB12 just signed a partnership with some hotel in Las Vegas, the Wynn Hotel. Love that. Uh, they're gonna, yeah, they're going to be offering like, like TB12 recovery and stuff. So it, I feel like financially it does make sense because he's not going like, to take like $40 million against a cap. You know, He's going to probably yeah. take like a $20 million deal maybe if that. And I think the, the endorsements and everything else will cover it. But there are so many other factors. I feel like he's going to want to go to a team, like you said, that's going to be able to win a Super Bowl right away. And I just don't see the Raiders being able to offer like, offer that. But I guess it, I think it's going to come down to, uh, I guess, how good he views the Raiders and then also his relationship with McDaniels. I don't know how close they were, but if they're a lot closer than people think, then I maybe it makes sense for him. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is this a better – I feel like he doesn't want to play for Todd Bowles anymore, but – is this a better team than Tampa? No way. Um, probably not. Yeah, probably not. I guess, but like, at least here you have someone who's uh, a proven, I guess, enough offensive mind. Where like you like because th- Tampa doesn't even have an offensive coordinator right now. They just yeah, completely overhauled true. their staff. That offensive line 
could not keep him upright at all. And I know, I mean, a lot of people shit on the Raiders' offensive line, but something I didn't even bring up before when I was like go, like diving in, like looking at some of the stats and whatnot, their offensive line was a lot played a lot better than I thought they uh, yeah. would have. Um, I think they only allowed 35 sacks, which is like around the top half of the league. I want to say it was somewhere in that like 10 to 15 range. And then in terms of like different like advanced stats, which I don't really keep up on, but I wanted to just see if it kind of matched the um like the sack number and the sack yards numbers. But like they were like tenth in pass block win rate at sixty two percent and like eleventh in run block win rate seventy two percent. Um so like for a team and they also like like I said, they also had the leading rusher in the NFL. So the offensive line, I know they don't have the names and um it's a little it looks a little shaky, but they performed pretty well. So maybe whether that's McDaniel's like scheming right and appropriately, who knows? But uh if they can keep Tom Brady upright and like allow that few sacks, maybe that offense go hits another level and they can um kind of cover up the holes on that other side of the ball. That'd be unbelievable. Tom Brady on the on the Raiders. I mean they have the weapons too, if you really think about it, like where like I can oh, understand yeah. why Brady would want to go just weapons wise and coach wise. It makes sense. But and it also, if they do get Brady, they don't need to invest in a quarterback in the draft. Fuck, they can even move back, accumulate some picks, and just get just get overall younger on the team and just fill up all the other holes they need. So, in that sense, it makes sense. But I don't know. I, Brady's decision, I feel like, is going to be the uh, kind of like a. I mean, there's so many quarterback dominoes that have to fall, but it's yeah, going to be one of the big effect. ones. Yeah, I don't know who the quarterback is that would start the domino effect. Yeah, I don't. I I feel is like it, Brady come. Brady and Rogers have to come back. I feel like and it's Rogers, and then Lamar is obviously over, like hanging over. I mean, Derek Carr and too, too. I mean, we know he's gone, but where is he going to go? I think that's going to answer a lot of questions. This off. I mean, we say it every time we do one of these episodes. This off is going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, the answer your the answer the, what started this point though. If they don't go Brady, I could definitely see Jimmy G as an option. Maybe mm-hmm. Jimmy G and draft the draft the kid to sit behind him for a year, possibly. But I think it's going to be someone familiar with that scheme. Nice. Wouldn't hate that. Who are some other guys that you're looking at in this free agency? Let's see. So I got – so the quarterback position was obviously one on the offense and then someone else with these uh, Patriots connections. I think Isaiah Wynn, I know I brought him up for uh, Houston, but I think it makes a lot of sense here. He can play tackle. He can play guard, throw him on the right side. I think he's got the versatility and the familiarity with McDaniel's scheme where it makes a lot of sense. Um, and then on the defensive side of the ball, uh, Javon Hargrave, like I said, I think they need that, a three tech, someone who can rush the passer. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be 30, I believe next year. So a little long in the tooth, but so is this whole team. So my, if they're going to double down, double the fuck down, in my opinion. Yeah. And then, uh, my last guy, um, another person with these Patriots connections and it's on the back side of the ball, uh, Jonathan Jones. Got inside to outside versatility for coming off four picks. I think when he played outside this year, so they gives him a little bit of a playmaking dynamic or dimension rather. Uh, and I think he's going to be around twenty nine to thirty as well. So a little older, but gives them immediate impact they need. Right, and I had some some similar guys as you. Obviously, thinking Patriots, I had Isaiah Wynn and Jonathan Jones as well. Some other guys on the offensive line. I feel like we keep bringing them up, but Caleb and Gary. I think it's a really good scheme fit. Honestly, need an immediate upgrade at right tackle. Um, another guy on the back end too that I really like, James Bradbury for this defense. This defense needs some playmakers in that secondary. I think he'd be a good fit. So one and, one thing in in terms of I feel like uh, these free agents too. That's another uh, factor. I think this could be considered 
is that the positions that they need, like, like you just listed cornerback and tackle, I think they're kind of deep in this draft. So where I think they can get some of these guys, even if they like either round one or I think round two as well. I think there's going to be a lot of corners that can start immediately that are going to fall into the beginning of that second round. So it's, it's going to be uh, curious to see how this front office tries to balance the dynamic of like the depth of this draft class and the draft, the depth of the free agency class as a whole. All right. That's a good point. All right. Should be a good one. This is uh, going to be one of the most interesting off seasons of all these teams. It, it's pretty, uh, pretty crazy roster right now. I'm just now. curious to see which direction they're going to take. Like, I feel like a lot of there was a lot of speculation McDaniel was going to get be a one and done, but they have so much money sunk into coaches and executives that they just contracts they just can't get out of. So, like, obviously it wasn't an option. So, I feel like maybe if they're just going to, I think I really do think they're just going to try to plug the holes and see if they can get the ship sail in the right direction. Right. Let's talk some draft stuff. Um, they have 11 picks in this upcoming draft. Most of them are on day three, but some ammunition to work with for sure. And right now we're getting the screen share up and we're going to mock. Love it. Best part of the fucking day. Got that right. You so see pick, pick wise though. Uh, they got one uh, seven, seven overall in the first round. Uh, 38 overall in the second, 70 overall in the third, 106 in the fourth, and then they got two fifths, so 138 is their own, and then 141 from Atlanta. Uh, they got their own sixth round pick, that's 189, and then they have two sevenths, none of, neither of which of their own. They got 198 from Arizona and 209 from New England. Nice. So they got they got some picks to work with. They, I mean, they can definitely they're definitely going to add youth which is something like we said, youth and death is something they desperately need. So um, that's a plus, I guess, but they don't have a lot of obviously premium first two day picks where they can get immediate impact starters that you would hope. So let's see how right. they work this. Right. So let's actually talk about this draft scenario a little bit before we start. Let's say free agency's over. Who's our, who's our quarterback right now? I think we go Brady for shits and gigs for the lols. Okay, so we're we're taking Brady because I was going to ask. This, this is obviously a quarterback needy team. Houston, Indy, Seattle, Detroit all could take one in front of them. So if they were looking for a quarterback, how far would they have to move up? We kind of always mentioned that that three spot being maybe the sweet spot for some of these teams. One hundred percent. All right, but we. Yeah, I, think, Tom- I think for this, this for this scenario, we just assume they go veteran route. So t- I think Tom Brady just for the lols. But I think they could also see like a Jimmy G or even like a Jacoby Brissett, God forbid. But love it. All right. So let's get it going here. So the way it fell, Will Anderson went number one overall. Will Levis, Miles Murphy, Bryce Young, Brian Brissett, Jalen Carter. A little crazy to start, but we like it. Ray, who are you looking at here for the Raiders? Uh, share the screen and I'll tell you. I can't see who the fuck's there. You said Brissett went. Um, there we go. Let's go. I don't know who's going before. I feel like Brissett would have made a lot of sense in this scenario. Um, obviously, just because their lack of defensive line. Oh my god, Jalen Carter went after him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about lols. Um, hmm. This is an interesting spot. Uh, I feel like Witherspoon really strikes my gets my attention, and then also those two off the linemen do obviously. But um, 
I think they need. I need. I think they need some defensive help ASAP. So I, I'm, I'm right now. I'm leaning between Witherspoon and um, Gonzalez. Yeah, I agree. I really do. Lo- I don't know why, but I, when I was thinking about this earlier, I do love Christian Gonzalez in, in a Raider uniform. Should we go Christian Gonzalez? I'm I'm with that. He's my CB one. We haven't gotten to that episode, but he's my CB one right now. He's mine as well. I like him. He got the length. He got the man coverage ability, the athleticism. I think it fits pretty well. Love it. So we're at pick 38 right here. What are we looking at? Tanner McKee here. I don't hate that in the second round. <laughs> Do you not? I don't know about that one, Chief. Um, I kind of like uh, Drew Sanders here a little bit, but we've taken him a lot in other, for other teams, I feel like, or we've talked about him a lot, feels like. Yeah. And then also Darnell Wright, if we like you said, we need they need an immediate upgrade of that right tackle spot. He's gonna he's someone who'll be able to slide in play right away, I think. Yeah, I think that may be the pick. I feel like we picked him on another team, but he's a good football player. It's a good spot to draft him. I'm he's with good it. value. I'm down for Darnell Wright. It's dope. So Darnell Wright off the board there, pick thirty eight. And I, I know it hasn't been I we like we don't do trade typically besides for the uh the Bears, but I feel like this team this is a team that may look to move back a couple times. Um, I know uh, Ziegler comes from that Patriots background, so he's he's used to it. Obviously, with Belichick, it's his been it's been his mo for like a decade now. But um, I think that's some that's something that they could do just to add more picks and just take more dart throws. Nice. Who we, who do we like here? I've kind of I don't hate Hooker here in the third round. I don't even really hate him that either, but. Um, I think for a team like this right now, who's I think they're just going for it. I think you gotta get as much talent as possible to help immediately. I saw Noah Sewell. I don't hate that. They could use an upgraded linebacker too. I think you can wait. We'll get some... for, I think you wait on day three for a linebacker for this team. I think look, look at the interior we'll defensive the interior, line. Interior, yeah. I feel like Gervin Dexter is going to be gone at this point. I, I feel like he may not be, and I feel like I don't know. I, he's just someone who's I feel like I can see the Raiders taking just taking a massive swing on someone who's flashed some insane talent, but um, obviously inconsistencies have or his uh, big question mark. Yeah, have you watched Kobe Turner? I've I haven't watched him, but I haven't watched him, but I've heard like mixed reviews. I know the uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, like one guy liked him, the other guy just completely shit on him. Uh, scroll down. Let me see. Um, where's my boy, Colby Wooden, on the D tackle? He's. I think he's ranked super low on this uh projection. Oh yeah, you're gonna destroy our grade. It's not even in here. It's not I even in looking, the top 300, right? Maybe he may be listed as an edge. Maybe gone. Go to go to edge. Could be gone. He may be. I want to see that. I'm curious. I think he he's like a tweener sort of sort of deal. There he yeah. is. Love that guy. Crazy list as Edge. She's like a 280 pound fucking defensive lineman. All right. So what do what do we like here? I don't really uh, know. I don't really. I don't really like the spot. Right. <laughs> yeah, this spot. This spot kind of blows. Um, Jair Brown. I think we took it with someone else. Oh, no, Jair Brown would be a decent pick, but um, we've kind of doubled up in this secondary already. What, what kind of edge are we looking at here? Do you do you go for some another youth edge? Look for the. Uh, yeah. Tough spot for them. Foskey, he's probably gone. Yeah, I would assume I, Foskey would be gone. Um, 
Really struggling with it. the clock's running out on our third round pick here. What are you thinking? If you had to, if you had to, uh, if we have Brady, know. honestly, I might take Hendon Hooker here. But dude, he's already twenty five. Yeah, he's but already twenty five. What by the time he like, what he's gonna be a twenty seven year old like heir apparent? I think it's kind of a waste. I think you gotta address the defense. I think it's gotta be a defensive player here. All right, I'd probably take Noah Sewell here, but let's go. Let's go Noah Sewell. Let's, let's go a little or two or two two. Let's go. Let's go Noah also, Sewell. Yeah, let's go Noah also, Sewell. All right, I also love me some Drake Thomas. The Oregon connection in uh, going to Vegas. Like it. All right, rough third. This is a team with so many needs, dude. Doing only three rounds is kind of uh, handcuffing us. Yay. Well, if you're going to take that long to make the third round pick. <laughs> yeah, no, right? It was just, there's too many needs. Um, I would have really loved, like, a Gervin Dexter there or even my boy. I think my boy Colby Wooden is going to be uh, gone before this, even in, when it comes to the real draft. But I think he would have been a nice spot there as well. All right. A C-plus for our draft there. But like we said, PFF doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. This is a damn good draft. Is it? <laughs> I don't know, man. Right. This team has so many holes. I'd I'd be happy coming away with uh, Gonzalez and Darnell, right? Yeah, Gonzalez. I mean, Gonzalez being a C plus at one seven is kind of crazy. I think. I think when push comes to shove, he's going to be first off the board. Right. I think Darnell Wright has an outside shot to make into the first round too. Yeah, I agree. All right, my friend. Anything else you want to cover before we get out of here? Um, in regards to the Raiders, not really. Uh, we got a big championship weekend that'll coming up. Pretty pumped about that. And then also, also top five QBs later in the week. Right. Um, I got to do some, a little bit more homework, sure up the, sure up the back half of that. But, um, we know Dean's going to put, uh, Max Duggan at number QB five guaranteed. <laughs> he, he won't, I think he might be higher than that. He won't, you think so? Imagine, uh, imagine over AR. <laughs> he won't listen to uh, It'd be over when, it, when it happens, I, I'm going to uh, just start giggling like a schoolgirl and say I told him so. So it'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, should be a good one. Got our first position rankings of the year. So the boys are fired up and should be a good weekend of football. The AFC, NFC championships. Best four teams are in. It is yep. what it is. I think so as well. Joey Joey Buckets, I want to see him beat the Chiefs. Dude, that guy, I think that guy's going to be a problem. I mean, he is going to be a problem for a while, but – I think if he can come away to the Super Bowl, he'll solidify himself as QB1 in the NFL. Damn. Big statement. Big statement. But, dude, you get Mahomes again. If he knocks Mahomes out again, you got to start talking about it. 4-0 against Mahomes. Yeah. And then what is he against uh, Allen in the playoffs? At least 2-0, right? Uh, Yeah. 2-0. Yeah. Damn. Joey B. Joey B. Fox. Yeah. All right, so that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our Rebuilding Las Vegas Raiders episode. Like we said, stick with us. Got QB position rankings upcoming in a few days, so stay with us there. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at Two Tackles with the number two and stick with us as we continue this 2022-2023 season. Ray, appreciate you, my friend. One love.